let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. Uh, we give you thanks for this chance to come before you. We give you thanks for your word. Uh, we give you thanks for this time. God, guide us that we may be faithful servants of you. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good evening, friends, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of Scripture Talk, the podcast where we vaguely do, vaguely do uh, what we talk about, what we state, which is we're going to talk about Scripture. Um, if you're with us in the pre-show, um, which may end up as the post-show, uh, we also talked about Snapple and uh, West Wing. <laughs> um, and I don't know if, I don't remember if Get Out ended up in, no, this, that, that was, was, that was that pre-pre-pod. Pre, pre, that was the pre-pre-show. That was, yeah. the, that's the members-only show. Um <laughs> Anyways, I am uh, Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever is... Sister Brandy Dudley. Pastor Scott Ketchot. And on the ones and twos uh, is Ken Diesterhoff. Hello, yeah. Ken. Um, uh, Stacy will be back with us uh, next week. He uh, he got back into town today. Um, uh, Ken and I both had uh, the opportunity to go um, and be in part of uh, his mother's funeral. And so Stacy is doing well um, and we'll be back um, at it soon. Um, but what we are doing today... Um, hey, bud. You want to say me too? Go, okay, go for it. And Thomas Comstock, which is actually just saying here to play, but <laughs> woohoo! Okay, bud. All right. Oh, oh, my microphone fell. Oop, that was inevitable. Hang tight, friends. <laughs> there we go. Um, our scripture this evening is, um, I, I understand, a somewhat sensitive subject for a few of us um, who were a part of our Wednesday night service from the beginning. We are going to be going into Romans. Um, what I had to realize in my own self is just because I preached 10 months on Romans doesn't mean we never talk about Romans again. Because not everyone goes to Wednesday night and we yeah. probably should talk about Romans some of the time. So our scripture this evening is from Romans. Um, everyone starts twitching it's actually from the like cut to the chase part of romans which is romans chapter 8 um and so it is romans chapter 8 verses 12 through 17 so then brothers and sisters we are debtors not in the flesh to live according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live for all who are led by the spirit are ch- spirit of god are children of god For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our own spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. Like I said, this is not the preamble of Romans. This is cut to the meat and potatoes of yeah. Romans. That we, um, and, and this, you know, we are children of God. We are children of God because of Christ. We are children of God. Um, we are children of God because of God's spirit. But we are also children of God because we live like children children of God, right? That all, all of these things... F- there's often set up this like faith. We have talked about a lot, this faith and works dichotomy and this like battle between faith and works. And even here in Romans eight, it's not right. All of these things flow together, right? We are children of God because God adopts us. We are children of God because we receive God's spirit and our spirit testifies to that spirit. And we are children of God because then that spirit and our spirit testifying to that spirit uh, bears fruit into in terms of Christian living. You see all of these pieces um, flowing together into the really remarkable state that we get to say that we are children of God. And I, I just think it's an amazing thing. I like how it talks about the B 
being adopted. Yeah. You're not just accepted into the family. You're not just brought in and just raised. But adoption brings with it a legitimacy, a uh, legality that yeah. you are an actual member of the family. You're not just an accepted fictional family member. And that also points to the fact that the reality of what Jesus did and restored was more than just restoring us to that same relationship that Adam and Eve had pre-fall, but it's like it went even beyond that. We have more because of what Jesus did, and you know, because he's always a God of more, not less. Mm -hmm. And so we have not just a part of the family, but like heirs. Yeah. We're, we're, we're heirs of God's kingdom, and that's like pretty mind-boggling when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, that we got moved not just to like, you know, again, not just like like begrudgingly accepted or begrudgingly put up with, but we got moved to the top of the table, right? Um, that um, not every not everyone was an heir, and we are heirs. Yeah. Um, there's also a like active like an act like an active seeking in adoption, right? Um, you don't you don't accidentally adopt a kid. Right. You don't like wake up one more, you know, <laughs> sometimes people accidentally get pregnant. Um, but like you do not accidentally adopt somebody. Right. That is a real like active seeking kind of love um, yeah. that testifies to what God is doing in Christ is adopting us in. That is actively seeking us out um, and creating an opportunity um, for us to, again, not just be begrudgingly, you know, shuffled in the door, um, but sought welcomed in um and moved now we're you know we're all heirs but we're we're all we are all heirs we are yeah. not mm -hmm. bottom rung children right this is a lot of what's happening in romans is this conversation about what what about gentile christians and what about jewish christians like what are what are the what are the differences and what are the mm -hmm. similarities you know some one similarity they're all trash fires um different they're trash fires in different ways um, they all need Jesus, but one, one group properly belongs, that is Jews, um, and the other group gets grafted in, um, where the weird, we become like the weird uncle that gets welcomed to the reunion anyways, um, because of Christ. But because we are all in Christ, because we can share in that spirit, we all end up as heirs. There is not one tier that's down here and one tier of children that's up here. And I think if I'm not mistaken, in the Roman culture, when you are adopted, you get full access to the same stuff as a natural child would get. So with us being children of God and being heirs through Christ, we have access to his glory as well as being uh, Gentiles. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And also, with us living in the spirit, we have an obligation to live in the spirit because of the new living I do in the natural version of the scriptures say that we have an obligation to mm -hmm. live in the spirit. Because if we live in the flesh, we die. But to live in the spirit, we live. Well, and when you think about it, when you look at uh, uh, families, the 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 especially in that culture, the sons, uh, especially those who are going to be the inheriting ones, right. uh -huh. represented the family, and so they were the ones that represented what was considered the property, the business or the manner that was the father and so those that are adopted in and those that are natural born children with them all being equal and heirs they're all equally representing that which belongs to the father and in the case here we're talking about god uh, another thing that i think is wonderful about the adoption fact is you know you, you hit on it when you said uh pastor trey that they sought out 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Adoption comes with a being chosen. Yes, right. Exactly. Aspect. Yes, exactly. I was talking um, to a church member. Um, we were in a small group, and this man had been adopted. Um, and any time you put out a question in this small group about, you know, uh, what's an example of someone who's, you know, lived the faith well? What is an example of love? Often that's the response, is the people who adopted me when I was five. And, like, because, like, if you want to know, like, it was, a, I, 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 you know, I was... I was not adopted, right? I don't have that lived experience. I found it really amazing to hear from this person who does have that lived experience and his answer of like, and it's clear, like it deeply, not just impacted him like, and now I have a place to live, but like the, the, he felt that love and it happened to be an adoption that went really well. And he really was treated as a full son and there was never Mm -hmm. questions. You know, it doesn't always work out well, but when it does work out well, and obviously God with God adopting us, worked out well mm-hmm. um that he he got it he got what it meant to be chosen um that you know you know there's also joy that comes from being a naturally born kid but as an adopted kid and he was old enough he was kind of thomas's age when he was adopted that like oh man i was chosen what a difference that made for me mm-hmm. um and so that we we should hear that in that right we should hear that that choosing um, that, you know, it's no accident. We are sought, we are chosen, um, and what a wonderful thing that is. Now, because we are chosen by this, in to be part of this family, you know, as Scott's puts it, like, we need to act like we're a part of this family. Like, the part, being a part of this family means something, and we should darn well act like it. Um, but um, it is no small thing that we were chosen by God. Yeah, to be able to be, able to call him Abba Father, Abba is a t- term of endearment. Right, it's informal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like saying daddy or daddy yeah. or something. To be able to call him Abba is a wonderful thing to be grafted into his family. And what greater father to have is God in your life. When you are fatherless, uh, like I was growing up and stuff, I still had a father yeah. who cared. And not, I'm old enough to understand that, so I can call him Abba. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that speaks to the intimacy of the relationship this isn't a father that stands off is always you know that 1950s things always off at work comes in (laughs) takes care of his family but he walks in and the mom has him ready pats him each on the head and then they're sent off to bed he doesn't really he's there but he doesn't you don't see that intimacy this is daddy Daddy. this is that idea of one who's out there playing with the kids holding them loving on them and trying to be active with them that's what god is the perfect father well, right, and that's where the you know that's where the the, the parent both actually the, throughout scripture the parent yeah. parent analogies cut both ways, right? Sometimes God is also seen in real mothering language. Um, there are um, uh, moments in in Psalms and in old in various Old Testament prophets where like um, it is very mother and tender. Um, and cause, you know, look, a, it's a, a hen gathering up her yeah, yeah, right. for protection. Yeah, right. And so I again, God is. The perfect parent and the total parent, right? Mm -hmm. Um, God is the parent with expectations, and those expectations come up in this passage. Um, But it is also the parent that seeks us, um, that loves us, that chooses us, 
and 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 that we get to be impacted positively by the depth of that love that that parent has that we can have this you know informal informal loving relationship um with the creator and master of the universe right like that is you know um parents is an you know he's not literally our father right like parent parenting as analogy but parenting is a good analogy that we as humans can understand we can understand parents and even if we didn't have good even if we ourselves didn't have good parents we can um, i think we can imagine intellectually at least yes um what what a good parent is. Sometimes you learn about parenting in the positive and sometimes you learn about parenting. I ain't going to do that. Um, but you can start to piece together. It is also what makes like mother's day and father's day just like really difficult to preach because like not everyone, like not everyone likes their parents. Um, it's re- it really works. If you really like your parents, but if you don't great, but so <laughs> I don't want us to over lean that like, Parent is also not the father or mother. It's not the only analogy used for God. And it is the one here. And because we are taught, you know, using this language, we are a child of God as like our root identity. So then that kind of brings up a question then. If we're a child of God and we are heirs, what is it that we are inheriting? Sure. Well, so, I mean, that is talking about like. We we inherit we we inherit eternal life. Mm-hmm. We inherit the kingdom of God. Um, it is just the difference between the con- like conception of us as heirs and a normal conception of heirs is like usually it was like one heir and now there are billions of heirs and so um, we all get the same thing but what we all get is wonderful we all inherit God's kingdom we all inherit eternal life uh, we all inherit you know God's spirit right mm-hmm. as it talks about here to carry us through this life to experience the kingdom in this life and to have the hope um, of heaven and the life to come all of that is part of our inheritance. And, and, and I think it also, when we grab hold of that we're adopted, yes, on the one hand, we are servants of God, mm-hmm. but we are adopted sons and daughters that are serving, which is different than just a random servant. So, um, you know, I, I'm 47, uh, and when I go over to my parents' house, uh, especially because I grew up an only child, um, I just walk in and act like I still own the place sure. you know they're, they're they're always like uh you know you want something to drink just go get it don't door and so i i have the habit of i can just walk in i open the fridge and grab grab something and because i expect that it's there and it's available for me whereas a servant would come in and wouldn't dare take anything well when it comes to the things of god we need to have that adopted mentality that we should reach for the things yeah. of god expecting it to be there and okay for us to take it rather than just wait and afraid to lay hold of it. And I think in some ways that's where we fall short of grasping what is offered to us by God because we come in with a servant mentality more so than an adopted son, realizing that it's perfectly okay for me to reach and want this because God wants me to have it. He wants to bless us. And it can be balanced because unlike you, you got to think about this. I'm also, I'm a servant, but I'm also a princess. I'm also his daughter. And we, it's an equal balance that mm-hmm. I, I have access to the goodness of the kingdom while I'm serving the king. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I see what you're saying there. But I also think, like, that idea of the child was supposed to serve the parent, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. not just in, like, a um, like you know, read the Ten Commandments at some point, right? But, like, if you look <laughs> look consistently, right, in um, – in the ancient world. And honestly, it should still be this way now. It's yeah. just, you know, we, you know, put old folks in warehouses. I mean, nursing homes. Oh. Uh, 
I have very specific opinions. There are some folks whose medical needs go beyond, but sometimes it's just like, I don't, I, I, anyways, I have issues. Sometimes nursing homes function like warehouses for older people. Um, But like, there is an aspect of being a true child. That means you serve the interests of the family. Right, whether it is you in an agricultural society where a mm-hmm. lot of the Bible is grows out of, you're talking about you know serving the you know you look at serving the farm. You're like look at David, right? He's off keeping the sheep. Um, look at Joseph, um, also gets jumped. Well, you know there's you you see the like the children you know taking care of the farm. You look at um, a, a, a I think a text that's I think a text that shows up in this series. You know it talks about Jesus's carpenter hands. Mm-hmm. Right, that Jesus t- at some point took up the trade and served the interest of his father's business. You know that Jesus is the carpenter's son, and so Jesus becomes the carpenter. And even in Roman society, whether you're hoity-toity Roman society or whatever, um, the children served the interest of the family, and that was p- so. Part of being a child of God is to serve the interest of this godly family that we're a part of. Part of being a child of God um, is yes, we should be at peace with you know receiving the fruits that is God's kingdom to, you know, to, you know, reach out and know that God's spirit is there for us to reach out and know that our prayers are heard to, and and to have confidence that our prayers are heard because we are children. We are heirs. We belong here. Um, We belong here because God chose us and what a wonderful thing. But yeah, we should be able to make ourselves at home and that always be balanced with, and then because we are full children, full heirs, we serve the interests of the family. Mm -hmm. Um, We, 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 we tend, we tend the, you know, God's version of a farm. Um, This is goes, you know, Peter at the end of shoot. Is this John's gospel? Where, which ones where it's feed my sheep? Is that John? That's John. Mm Is that John? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. The end of John's gospel um, where uh, Jesus looks at Peter over and again and says, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, right? Like, we we need to do that, um, but live in that totality of, like, we can live in that sure confidence, right? It's not about slavery. It's not about fear. It's not about fear of frying. Um, it, this is not Turner Burn. This is, once again, Paul not pulling a Turner Burn card, right? Like, yeah. he, he opens up with, like, look, um, to live in the flesh is death. But, like, once you're in the spirit, this is not about fear. This is not about, you know, uh, being a slave. This is about being a child. And so a child does come with some expectations and responsibilities, but it also comes with some privileges and some real joy. Now, you did say one thing, expectations and responsibilities, and one major one is being a child of God, is being led by the Spirit, yes, right, being yeah, yeah, yeah. willing. Because I have a spiritual son, uh, where he let me see his Bible one time, and then this scripture that we're talking about tonight was underlined, bold, like bold print underlined. Because he was going through some stuff. He was yeah. he was suffering from some uh, identity crisis, if you will. And on the top of his, uh, on the page, he wrote a prayer. He wrote, teach me to listen to your spirit. Give me life. And I think mm-hmm. that's a prayer that we all should say as being uh, willing to be yeah. a child of God yeah. is teach me how to listen to the spirit. And we don't. Right. Most of the time, we don't listen to the spirit, and we get led other directions and stuff. So, but I like that Paul points out that being led by the spirit is not about slavery and not about fear. Right. It yeah. is about what it means to be a part of this family, right? That it, 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 and that's the difference, right? It is not. It is not an ownership 
without compensation or an ownership without privilege. It is, I'm a part of this family. And that means I get all the good. I get the spirit. I am a child of God. I can boldly declare that the creator of the universe has chosen me and wants to hold, hold on to me and wants me to be a part of, of, of God's kingdom. And that still means I am led by the spirit. I am you know, answering to God's call. I am, you know, which we, we talked about in the whole previous series, um, looking at, you know, okay, if we really believe this stuff, get out there, right? <laughs> like if you really, if you love the idea of being a child of God, look at the totality of what it means to be a child of God. Uh, there was a comment in the uh, chat back when you were talking about children uh, uh, doing work. It said it's back when honor meant something. Sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, the, the honoring of the parents, and an interesting thing in that in bringing honor to the parents and fulfilling the mission of a good son or good daughter, especially in that culture, it did bring honor to themselves, right. mm-hmm. you know, and so it wasn't just a one way thing. The, the, you know, and so in us, you know, as we give glory to the father, that trickles down yeah. because, you know, he's going to raise us up and bless us as we are just giving him. And it says, it's, uh, um, if fear is not of God, but power, love, and a sound mind, mm-hmm. that means family needs to encourage power, love, and a sound mind as well. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, one of the things that we need to be doing is lifting up our family. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, far from being perfect in that area, but something that we all need to grow and get uh, better with because, well, God's the perfect example of doing that. Well, and there is that, like, I, I, this is meant... This is part of this, like, kind of one of the more grand and sweeping excuse me, parts of Romans that, like, kind of leads to the end of Romans chapter 8 is, you know, in verses 38 and 39, where it's talking about nothing can separate us from love of God. And, and so this idea of being a child of God is meant to be confidence-inspiring, yeah. right? This is Paul, um, who can be a very challenging writer, and, and I—, I I welcome that, right? We should welcome that. We should welcome being challenged in our faith if we're not being pushed to get grow and get better. I would say this as a you know particular brand of preacher that I am, but like um, we should welcome that challenge. But this is not a moment where Paul is really meaning to dig in and be challenging. Instead, mm-hmm. he's saying, look, um, fundamentally, if you belong to God, then nothing else can shake you from that, right? Mm-hmm. They, you know, <laughs> angels and demons, and, you know, depths, you know, principalities, powers, whatever. Um, nothing can separate you from the love of God because God has claimed you as God's child. And so I yeah. want, us, want us to center this, right? Like, we... Paul is leaning towards there's more to family than just the good stuff, but also there's more to family um, than just the fear stuff. And it, I think it's interesting the difference between maybe us as a 21st century human and a Roman human um, that when uh, they read Child of God, uh, Paul has to say, no, no, it's not about fear and slavery. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Look, Roman parents, like, you also have to understand that, like, Roman parents had life or death. Um, like ability yeah. over their children, right? You could just kill your kids. Um, <laughs> they could. Like, this is not, like, this is real. Like, they could kill their wives, their kid. A Roman pater familias kill wives, kids, and slaves um, for no, for without cause, right? Yeah. It was not, it was not a crime. 
Yeah, we, 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 we hear the jokes about, you know, I brought you into this world, I'll take, I'll take you out of it, and make another one just like you. Right. But the Romans really did do that. Right, no, that was like, <laughs> that was Roman law. The, the, you know, the pater familias was, you know, as the emperor was to the empire, the pater familias was to the family. Um, and, the you know, a lot of the language framing the emperor was framing the pater familias. And so, mm-hmm. like, when we, you know, when 80s and 90s kids hear parenting, like, this kind of, like, overindulgent American Western parenting, that often happens like that's what we think we have to we have to inject in the no having being a part of family has responsibility like that's a thing that is not <laughs> obvious to us um what may have been more non-obvious to a biblical audience was oh there's good stuff too this isn't just fear and slavery um this is about um this is about being heirs this is about being chosen this is about having that like core identity that no one can take away um we can walk away from it um but no one extra there's no external force um that can take that away from us and god's not going to take that away from us we again we always have that option to walk away free will is always in the equation Mm -hmm. um but assuming that we seek to stay in the spirit the spirit's going to stay with us amen and it's not like you know, it's not a shaky thing. It's a f- like a fundamental, mm-hmm. they can become a fundamental piece of our identity that no matter what the storms of life do, tries to shake you, whatever, you will always be a child of God. Amen. Amen. And that probably seems as good as any, you know, um, place to end it. Um, thank you. Let me make sure there's nothing. No, there's nothing I missed in chat. Okay. Um, thank you to everyone who joined us live, to everyone who listens after the fact. Thank you so much uh, for being part of today's show. If you have any feedback, please, 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 um, you can post a comment here on Facebook. Um, we go back and look at those. You can um, uh, leave a comment on our YouTube channel, on our website, uh, palestinegrace.com slash videos. Um, you can email us, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. If you're looking for an audio-only version of this show, um, you can just search Scripture Talk by Grace Church in your podcatcher of choice. Also, I don't, we don't plug this on this show. The sermons are also available that way. So you can just search sermons by Grace Church, um, and that should pop up as well. I've been told that good internet is coming, uh, so don't worry. We won't be on Zito forever. Um, <laughs> also, um, don't forget, uh, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Fear not. Stay well. God is with us. Okay, now we can dance. Snapple yes, yeah. they did, and I was terrified. <laughs> um, it really, really bothered me. Um, uh, well, it had to. I mean, it bugged me, and I'm not like addicted. Yeah, to no, it. And I have a real like legitimate Snapple problem. Um, and like, and, and so they put this label. I'm gonna hold it up to the camera. Uh, new look, same great taste, exactly for me. Because I looked at that bottle. And, Did they change it? No, they can't change my juice. Um, and then they said, new look, same great taste, and I'm like. I'm going to get used to this 
someday. Um, but no, I, uh, and the, but the big bottles of diet peach snapple haven't changed yet. And so last week I had the properly shaped bottle for the first time in weeks, maybe months. And it was good. Um, so, so here's the does question. Does this mean we have a sponsor now? We should get Hey, if, <laughs> if the Dr. Pepper company wants to sponsor me and feed my snapple habit, I will sell, I will gladly hawk snapple. I'm good with that. <laughs> I drink, I, so I, you know, um, I've had, I had two today. I was bad. I had normally I only allow myself one, but I had two of them today um, because I had to, I don't, because they won't let me get them on mobile pickup at uh, Walmart anymore. Ooh. So now I'm having to like go to a grocery or go to a convenience store to buy them. And that means I buy them two at a time thinking I'll save one for tomorrow. Nope, I don't. I just drink both of them back to back. Do they still have the uh, interesting facts in the cap? Uh, yes. I think cool. that's part of the brand Bible. Real yes. fact number two thirty seven. The the number of cricket number of times a cricket chirps in fifteen seconds plus thirty seven will give you the current air temperature. What? I mean that sounds that. that sounds plausible. I feel like I've heard that before. So that one could be real. They're not yeah. all anyways, we are not sponsored by Snapple, but we could be. <laughs> um, I would I you know, I uh, um Someone, I forget which rock, some rock star got a deal with Snapple where he got to design his own Snapple oh, specifically nice. for diabetics. And so it was a diet Snapple. It's called Chop, um, Chaparaca. Mm. Uh, it was delicious. It was mango um, and cinnamon tea. It was absolutely delicious. That's my life goal. I want to become important enough that uh, Snapple uh, lets me design my own flavor. I don't want a nice. Ben and Jerry's flavor. I want a Snapple flavor. Um, and I'll buy it. It's it's better right. it, it's better for my girlish figure anyways. Um, I used to be in this uh, uh, gaming. Well, I'm still in the gaming group, but uh, I had this uh, panache for uh, throwing out random facts uh-huh. that my nickname became Snapple Dad. Sure. Um, so have you ever I'll just throw out this and then then I'll start start the show for real. You ever seen any of y'all watched the show West Wing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of my favorite episodes is the episode where they're playing poker. Um, they're sitting around the poker table and um, President Bartlett um, is with them and President Bartlett keeps throwing out random questions, random factoid questions for them to answer. Um, uh, for instance, name all 14 marks of punctuation in the English language or there are three lang- three words in the English language that begin with DW. Uh, what are they? And I realized that I this is like this would be me playing poker uh, with y'all is I would just throw out like random questions and see who would answer them. Um, I maybe slightly too much of my life is built around wanting to be Jeb Bartlett when I grow up. If I could be anything when I grow up, I don't want to be president. I just want to be Jeb Bartlett um, when I grow up. Anyways, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely going to cut this out and put this at the end of the podcast. <laughs> this is, yeah. Anyways, um, y'all good to do a show? Everyone ready? Uh, not that we haven't been doing something like a show for the past five minutes. Um, okay. And 